What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm your host, Hayes, in my woo gear, not wearing any woo wallies, though. But this is your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we'll be talking about what the Bulls need to do better heading into game two of their first round series against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll also be talking about the Bulls' surprising place in the NBA draft this upcoming year. We'll talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so first up, what can the Bulls do better? Um, shoot the ball better, for one, right? That goes overall from every member of the team from start to finish, that what this team can do is shoot the ball very much better than what they have been in the last half of the season, in their first game, the the Shooting anything below 30% for three-point range is not going to get it. Now, the Bucks also aren't the best three-point sh- shooting team, but the Bulls being able to shoot a better percentage is going to be able to help this team be in this game. Now, the defensive intensity that they showed in the second half of last game, really since the second quarter of the last game, if that can be maintained over a full four quarters of basketball and the Bulls can shoot the ball a little bit better, the Bulls are definitely going to be in the game uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks in game two. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks didn't shoot the ball the best either. You need to also be on the lookout for that because if they shoot the ball better and we do not shoot the ball better, we can absolutely be on the other end of a blowout rather than a close game. But some of the key players that I want to see be able to step up in the next game, I'm going to start with the top, and that's Zach Levine. I know very much people have now asked if this is DeMar's team or Zach Levine's team. Listen, if Zach Levine prepares to be our max player as he prepares to be our go-to player uh demar's here for for a a good time not a long time zach levine's the one that's here for a long time we need to see zach zach levine step up in these moments we need to see him be the leader on the court he's already not the vocal leader right that's not zach levine i want to see them see him work on that part of his game as well but that's just not who he is at this stage but what he can do and how he can lead is his play on the court i need to see zach levine step it up in game two against the Milwaukee Bucks, and if he does that, if Zach Levine shoots a much better percentage and more like him, especially from the three-point range, we're looking at a whole different ball game if the game goes similarly to how game one did. Now, that's highly unlikely that it's going to go the exact same way. Each game has its own battles within it in the playoffs. We all know this. It's adjustments within the adjustments. But one thing that we also have to give credit for, I know there's a lot of Billy Donovan haters now, but Billy Donovan did make some adjustments. The Bulls playing better defense in this second half is because Billy Donovan made adjustments. The Bulls getting more turnovers is because Billy Donovan made adjustments, made adjustments to who was on players at certain times, made adjustments to who to go to. Those type of things need to absolutely change. And don't think that just because I mentioned didn't mention DeMar DeRozan that I'm giving him any type of bell at all. The 6 for 25 is not going to cut it at all. But like I said, for me personally, the player that I want to see step up is Zach Levine mainly because of the reasons that I listed. But we do need to see better contributions from Zach Levine as well. We need to see better play out of our big three overall. Now, Nikola Vucevic was the only one out of the big three who seemed like he understood the moment. And he was the only one out of the big three who scored anything anything close to their averages, right? Even though he didn't shoot the best percentage-wise, his his rebounding was excellent in the in the in that game against the Bulls. The offensive rebounds that he got was excellent and needed every single one of those. But we do need to see this team shoot the ball overall better, and we need to see somebody step up from the three-point range in this game, in this upcoming game, to really give the Bulls a key chance against the Milwaukee Bucks and what they can do. This I trust this team's ability to be able to do it. If nothing else, as many Bulls fans who are down, who are thinking, oh, the Bulls are going to get swept, I hope that that game went a long way to show 
hey, if the Bulls can do some things, if they can tighten up some things, they're going to make this series very, very interesting. And, I, you know, that's something that I've, I've wanted to see. That's what a lot of Bulls fans have said that they want to see. They want to see this be an interesting series. They want to see this be a tough-fought series. They want to see this be a series in which the Bulls don't tuck their tail, get swept, and move on like it's all good. We want to see this team be resilient. We want to see this team fight back. We want to see this team fight with the effort and the determination that we saw so early into this season. That's what we want to see from the Chicago Bulls team, and I think that we can get it for, for sure. I think that we can see this from the this Chicago Bulls team, and I think that they laid a great blueprint down on what they need to do and things that they need to improve on and things that they can tighten up, but also things that they did well enough that it hopefully gives them some confidence, confidence, some, uh, confidence as well heading into game two. Now, another key thing, I've called this game a, or game one a stepping stone game. And by that, I mean that it could very well, and it could be a stepping stone game for both teams, right? Because Giannis and the Bucks can very well see what they did wrong, see what they could do better, and completely blow the Bulls out of the water in game two. I want to make sure that I be clear and honest that that is absolutely a chance. But I also think the Chicago Bulls team can use a lot of what they saw here, a lot of what they did as a stepping stone to step in and continue to look more like a, 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 a legit playoff team. A legit team that deserves to be in this playoffs. You you hear people now in the comments and everywhere just talk about all oh, the Bulls. If they don't trade Zach Levine, they're going to be a perennial playing team. No, that's idiotic, and that is one of the things of being a knee jerk and emotional fan. That is not true at all. This front office is not going to have this team be a continually fighting for a playing team every every single year. That's not happening. If you think that that's going to happen, you're just not paying attention to reality. You're getting caught up in how the end of the season went rather than what we have here, actually. Does Io DeSumo get more minutes? We'll see. We'll see. I do think that he needs to earn that as being a rookie, as being someone who Drew Holiday is completely cooked at times. Yes, he needs to earn and show that he's gonna, he, earn, he, he deserves a place out there. And I know some may say, well, he showed it over the course of the season, but this is a different beast, especially when you're getting uh, Derrick Jones Jr. getting some minutes and some much-needed minutes and some quality minutes and playing good in those minutes as well. Now. One thing that I do want to talk about, well, let's let's stay on the Milwaukee Bucks game real quick before we move on to that. What are some of the keys that you guys are looking for in game two? What are some of the things that you think the Bulls did very well that they can use as building blocks into game two? Do you agree with me that Zach Levine needs to be the one to step up and lead by example in this series? For the reasons that I leave, if there's some different reasons, leave that down below as well. I want to hear from you guys on that. Now, before we go, I do also want to talk about the Chicago Bulls draft pick. It came out yesterday, which I was Completely surprised at how high this draft pick is that the Chicago Bulls will have the 18th overall pick in the 2022 NBA draft. Now, that is a damn near lottery pick for the Chicago Bulls. And we saw what they were able to do when they were scouting in the second round. We know what this team and this front office can do with scouting in general. But here's the thing that I'm going to present. I don't think that the Chicago Bulls are going to look for more development pieces. I think that they may actually look to trade this draft pick to try to bring in a veteran or, or more. Uh, season piece that they can they can bet on now can help contribute now now that with that being said if AK and Eversley see somebody that they think has generational talent right or talent that they just can't miss up on at that 18th pick oh they're going to keep that pick but now and this is one of the things that I've been saying all season when people were like well the Bulls were foolish for not making a trade at the at the offseason no now you have an 18th pick that you cannot trade right you cannot trade that pick at the trade deadline but you can trade during the draft pick to pair with a Kobe White to pair with a Nikola Vucevic I do think that the Bulls are going to move that pick now it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to move it to pair with the Vuce or a pair with a Kobe but I definitely think they may look to move that pick and I think that that may be the smart route to go but as high as it is and as smart as AK and Eversley are with drafts 
it could very well be a pick that ends up staying here in Chicago. Let me know what you guys think down below on that. What do you think the Bulls, A, the fact that the pick is the 18th pick overall in the draft, and B, what do you think that they should do with the pick? Do you think they should look to move it? Do you think they, look, they should look to keep it? Let me know what you guys think about that down below. But that's it. It's a quick episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I miss you guys. You guys know I'm still under the weather. Don't get it twisted. I'm still very much under the weather. I'm still not feeling 100% myself. But I missed yesterday, so I wanted to definitely give you guys an episode today. Let me know what you think about everything down below. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. This is Chicago Bulls Central. Uh, like I liked it and everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red. Don't be red. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.